You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engines! The following is a paid program. This program may contain adult themes and nudity, and you can never go wrong with that. Speaking of always being right, views expressed on this program are those of life-experienced mechanics. Continued listening may cause addiction, and in rare cases, a rash. Discretion is advised. A mechanic tries to fix your car. No matter if you're near or far, he'll change your oil or fix your flat. And you'll do it just like that. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, hit it! And hello, everybody. Welcome to Dave's Corner Garage, where men are men, and that's as far as I'm going to go. Uh, today, we have some interesting uh, guests. We have Darren Bostons from Salem Tire, who we all know, and Damon... White. White. I was going to say Whitehead. <laughs> Easy. Damon's from a company called Ironhead, and they do actually re-tread tires. I always thought they have a problem with their tread. Why? So thread or tread? No, tread, tread, tread. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing and what tires are actually retreaded. I mean, um, aircraft tires, I didn't realize when we were talking before, mm-hmm. were retreaded. Buses, trucks, and he's going to walk us through this. Uh, Trevor from Crown is going to be calling in, and you know what happens when Trevor calls in. We usually get a couple of free things. And I want to remind you that we have the biggest, best, most interesting contest come back. It's with davescornergarage.com. Get on the site, enter. Salem Tires is taking you down to Las Vegas. Yep. They're going to be putting you on a racetrack where you can drive a Ferrari after taking the class. And we're going to find out what those alligator-looking things are on the side of the road right oh, yeah. after this break. <laughs> alligators? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Canada? I learned a new word, as a matter of fact. Alligators. <laughs> oh, boy. I thought the word was thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we'll right. be right back after a few messages from our supporting sponsors. Say goodbye, Al. This is Dave's Corner Garage. <laughs> Give us a call right now. We'll be back after these messages. Alrighty, we're back. The garage door is wide open, and we have with us Damon White. And Damon White, it's part of Dynamic Tires, isn't it, Darren? Darren? Yeah, he's uh, part of the sailing group, yeah. um, but the retreading side. So, the retreading yep, side. Part so of let's the explain first off what retreading a tire is all about. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for having me. Uh, retreading is basically taking a brand new tire after it's worn its original tread life mm-hmm. and putting back another tread and putting it back into service at less of a cost than what the price of an original tire would cost. So these are mostly commercial uh, vehicles that you're working with, like big trucks? The most cost-effective uh, avenue for retreading would be in the commercial truck tire uh, industry. Of course, it can be applied to light trucks and passenger vehicles, but with the selection of global tires and domestic tires that are available, it's just not as gener- it doesn't generate the same amount of savings of what it would in a commercial okay. application. What would be the price difference? I mean, the reason you're doing it is actually for cost savings. So what's the difference between pricing of a brand new um, 18-wheeler tire 
to uh, one that you've produced? Well, commercial truck tires, of course, come in all different uh, values based on brand and uh, positioning in the marketplace. So you can have your high-end truck tires, uh, which could be anywhere from six, seven hundred dollars uh, down to about five hundred, and then you can get into the second tier, which might be in that four to five hundred, and then there's an actual tier after that, which might be in that three hundred. So if you can take a retread and generate at least a third of a savings and get the same type of performance that you'd expect out of a new tire, it's, it's, it goes beyond just cost savings. It's probably the responsible thing to do for the environment as well. Well, you know, as uh, someone who takes the highway periodically, um, I'm sure I'm not the only one out there, and you've probably seen it too. You know, you're driving up the road, and all of a sudden, everybody's swerving to get away from a big chunk of rubber that's sitting right on the main road. Um, Now, my, uh, because I didn't have any experience with this until we got to the green room, I assumed that that was the tread portion only of a retreaded tire. But in fact, Damon's told me that's not the case. It's it's quite a, a complicated or intricate way that you go about doing it, isn't it? Oh, of course, it's uh, it is a science, uh, and I urge people if they don't know thing anything about retreading is to contact a local retreader and have a tour of their facility because you can learn a lot about what can be done and what can be saved and what's uh, the most cost effective way to take a tire program. But uh, yeah, alluding to your comment there, the, the gators that yeah. you see on the side of the exactly. road. Uh, that I think a lot of people do say, think, or assume that that's a retread or a failed retread. In reality, it isn't. It's a failed tire. And tires, of course, can fail like anything else if it's not properly maintained in its original life. Uh, it's overinflated, underinflated. Of course, a tire experiences a lot of uh, forces mm-hmm. and uh, obstructions on the road. And what happens at mile one and what happens at mile 100 can be uh, there's a lot of road in between. So it's not a retread. It's basically can be a combination of new tires, retreads, used tires. Right, and you were saying, too, that, uh, you know, when a tire comes in to get retreaded, it, it gets inspected rigorously. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at the casing. You want to make sure there's no steel sticking out. Um, you, you check the date on it. You said you, don't re, you won't retread a tire past a certain age. Yeah, of course, you have to have regulations around your own process, and uh, individual retread pro- programs or processes out there may have uh, varying degrees of how far they'll push a program. But usually within 10 years, uh, a casing or radial truck tire has about a 10-year casing life. And that's designed so that you can do about a million miles wow. on a commercial truck tire. Unbelievable, a million miles. You're What's not going to do that on an original life, though. You need yeah. to incorporate retreading. Yeah. And I was just thinking, uh, a set of tires for an 18-wheeler, it's got to be like ten dollars or $11,000? Uh, depending on which manufacturing you're right? supporting. Yeah. But yes, yeah. of course. So you're saving them like three, dollars $4,000 by offering that product. Yes. And, uh, and of course, when we take it serious, and uh, we're not just going to walk in and retread every tire that you present, yeah. right. you need to have a program or a set of expectations working with the fleet on what they expect this tire to do. So- how do you market retreaded tires? Like you, you go to all these trucking companies or they come to you? or uh, we, uh, we, of course, have an independent tire uh, network out there that we work with. And uh, they're into servicing commercial trucking tire fleets. So, of course, we work with them, but we present the whole program working with them to fleets and uh, build a program that fits best for them. Uh, and all programs are different based on the application of the fleet's needs. Mm. Okay, I drive a smart car. I look over at the side of the bus, and it says regroovable. What is that? Regrooving, of course, uh, under the original tread, there's uh, an undertread, and it can be anywhere between 3 to 5.30 seconds of tread. So if you're not going to retread, what you have the ability is to take a regroove and regroove into that undertread and extend uh, the tire's life by maybe uh, 10 15%. 
The unfortunate part is you're also going into the belt packages or you're, ah. you could be damaging the overall casing. Uh, so once the tires regroove, of course, uh, any debris that comes into contact can be actually be digging into the actual radial plies, and then that's when, of course, things start to rust out from the inside out. So they out. do it on the buses because they actually don't go that fast. Maybe that's why. Well, I don't think it's. Uh, I think you're seeing a lot more busing companies now are retreading. Uh, regrooving is a thing of the past. Uh, if a tire is at its end of life cycle, or if I know that the tire can't be retreaded but it still has some integrity to run itself life its life out, then maybe regroove it. That might be an option. But uh, I would retread. And I think a lot of the major manufacturers or manufacturers have regroovable on the truck tires, Dave. So yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean you, you, you will do it. It's just it's it's got the ability to. Well, I was still coming from an era when things were groovy. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, wrong. <laughs> hey, man, it was groovy. Hey, man. <laughs> All righty. So we know a bit about that. How do we get the, is there any, anything on the internet? You call it Ironhead? Uh, rubber Technologies, is there's a site for this? Yes, of course. You can go to our website and, uh, and learn more information about it. It's uh, www.ironheadrt.com. Okay. So if you want more information or you're a trucking company or a bus company and you want to reduce your costs, this is a perfect way to start. And yep. if you're looking to do your share to save the environment, it's a green yep. product it's as well. It's the responsible thing to do, gentlemen. There you yep. go. Yep. I love it. And it's interesting you told me before aircraft do it too. Yeah. Oh, no. You know what? If you took retreading out of the commercial tire landscape, yeah. uh, there'd be some bankruptcies. So next time it's you're on United, just remember. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. United, it's a drag. I told you, get out of that seat. <laughs> the tires are the safest component on that plane. Yeah. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We got to run, guys. We'll be back after these messages. Alrighty, with the garage doors wide open, and we're interested in listening to your questions. So if you call in, we'll get you on the next uh, break. Darren, this is the time of the year guys are pulling their boats out, their trailers out, they're getting their. Going up to the lake, eh? Yeah. Going up to the cottage, yep. Going to go. The, if I was a fish, I'd leave town. And, <laughs> yep, uh, good time to. and in terms of preparation, instead of just loading up the trailer, what should you do to it? Well, definitely you want to take a look at your, you know, the, the overall unit, you know, check out the, there's probably some rust on it, depending on how you stored it or how old it is. Definitely you want to look at your axles, make sure the wheels are looking, looking good. You got the tires, uh, there's, you know, definitely, uh, as we know, they don't really wear out. So it's not as far as the uh, tread depth isn't that important other than, um, you know, you don't want to see any cracking in the void. Uh, make sure there's no ozoning, uh, check your pressures. That's definitely important. Um, you know, just the overall uh, makeup of the vehicle Question, and, and we've, we've, condition. We've, we've talked about pressures before, and, and of course, when it comes to the car or the vehicle, mm. the pressure you're using is what the manufacturer of the vehicle calls for. Correct. As opposed to the number that's on the side of the tire. That's just max pressure for the tire. Exactly. Now, how do you know about it on a trailer? Will there be a sticker on a trailer that tells you how much air to put in? Typically, no. Typically, uh, more so maybe on a boat trailer, uh-huh. but uh, any other trailers, usually you go by the actual uh, on the sidewall of the of the, of the the tire. Use the now, max. Now, that's the max. Yeah. So what would you go, what would, I would be go the, to the prescribed? Max. You would, eh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we call these ST tires, right? Yeah, special trailer. Special trailer. Yeah. People don't realize that they spin maybe twice as fast as the car tire. Yeah, you got to look at the over- overall diameter as yeah. you go down the road in your pickup truck with, uh, you know, 35-inch outside diameter, and then you've got this small t- a trailer tire being towed behind it at, you know, 24 inches. It's obviously doing more revolutions per now, minute. Now, is there so. a load limit to a, a, a trailer tire? Like, Absolutely. You know, you, some of them, three trailers have three... Uh, sets axles. on one side, you have three axles, yep. others have two, and, and is it common for them to overload this stuff? 
It, very common. That's really? typically the uh, biggest problem because, especially in the motorhome or the you know the trailerable uh, uh, motorhomes, um, they have max weights uh, for carrying. Uh, you know basically the unit itself and then people start loading up with coolers and yeah, beer everything and, boat. and everything else in, or even in the boat and it usually exceeds the uh the carrying capacity of the of the, the trailer now it's you're one of the typical. few companies actually that sells trailer tires yeah most people are most of the manufacturers have, have left that most market. majors have uh have left that uh, that space for sure so and uh, wow. so basically your options, I, I know uh, one of the majors still still supplies uh, ST tires, but other than that, you're, you're into, into uh, offshore, offshore product for Honestly. that. So you should actually have a spare. Absolutely. Because the side of the road's a great place to meet people. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> and you want to make sure ultimately you want your, your nuts all torqued as well because I, I see them sometimes sitting there with one wheel on one side and nothing on the other. Right, exactly. Because and getting back to the the revolutions per minute that the, the wheel is spinning, you've also got bearings. Um, don't forget, yeah. you know, most yeah. of the time when guys back in the boat into the water, in the water. you get water intrusion into yeah. the bearings, and if they're not coated in grease properly, they start to rust. And you know, really, I mean, most people are are not proactive, but really, you ought to be. You have to be, and it's uh, it's it's on the road. It can cause damage to your vehicle, someone else's vehicle. You you know, it's it's a safety issue. Mm -hmm. The other thing that I, I see quite regularly is, as we know, STs have a speed limit to yeah. them, fifty five. Um, I see guys in the fast lane trailering whatever doing. 120, 130, 140 kilometers an hour. That's so that tire's doing about 200. Yeah, they should not be doing that. <laughs> Definitely but they do. Not. But so they do. They the tires actually overheat when that happens. It's yeah, heat buildup, and then you, you've got a, a pressure issue if you're down, you know, a few psi. You add that speed on top of it, it just exacerbates the the heat buildup. More alligators on the side of the road. More alligators, exactly. <laughs> but they're baby alligators. <laughs> they're baby alligators. They, they don't hurt you as bad. So where do you pick up trailer tires? Who's selling them uh, like your dealers are? Most dealers are, yeah. yeah. You'll find any any of the passenger uh, uh, facilities as well as commercial yeah. will, will sell SD tires. See, that nobody's got that in their head, you know, like... It's even like snowmobiles, they've got the snowmobile yep. trailers have got that stuff. Yep. That's a big market. Oh, yeah, I got Huge a question. Market. I got a question. Let's say, for example, a trailer has 14 or 15-inch wheels on it. Correct. Do you have to go with a, a trailer tire, or can you put a car tire on? Um, people do uh, to get themselves out of bind sometimes, and uh, there's different trains of thought, but typically you want to stick with an ST because they're, they're built differently. They're for that application. And now are they biased or are they radial? Uh, radial. They are radial yeah. as well. Okay. Yeah. They're not biased. They'll go yeah. with any trailer. You don't find much bias. <laughs> bias is, uh, you'll see, you'll find bias in off-road, uh, like OTR, like okay. agricultural yeah, yeah. tires still. But even that, that's waning. It's it's a, it's, a, it's some so of the you, older equipment still. This but. is a crazy question, but how many different applications are there for tires? I mean, oh, car tires, truck tires, off-road. Uh, Bike tires, yeah. um, you know, wheelbarrow tires, like uh, the list goes on. And I just think of everything that has a, 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 a pneumatic or a rubber tire on it. So you know, do you actually lifts. involved in all this stuff? Is, is Basically everything other than motorcycle and bicycle. Yeah. Uh, we do, you know, industrial, commercial, uh, forklift, solids, pneumatics, um, retreading really? as we found yeah. out oh, today. I've been to their warehouse. It's got its own postal code. No Pretty forking much. away. Really, 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 really. And we've had it on since you've been there. <laughs> you know, and I have to tell you, it, it, it smells great. Trucks. When you walk in there, you yeah, know, lovely. fresh rubber's got a great smell. You know it. what? It's funny. You and I like that, but I get customers coming in going, what's uh, that smell? <laughs> I think I think what we do is we add that new car smell to them, so yeah. it's a little bit different. i got to tell you a quick story before we leave. We were in the waiting room waiting for my my daughter to have a baby and we're st all these guys are sitting around we're chatting and we're talking about condos and they were going to move into a condo he says you know 
I, his wife says, I don't want to live in a condo because you smell everybody else's cooking and it's really not what I want. And he goes, Jesus, I wouldn't mind smelling some cooking for a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is Dave's Corner Garage. If you've got a mechanical question, a question about tires, anything at all, we've got about 40, 50, 60, 70 years of experience right here for yep. you. Give us a call right now. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Alrighty, we're back. Uh, just before we go to the phones, I wanted to tell you that Hyundai, yes, actually it's actually Hyundai, uh, is recalling 572 vehicles all over the U.S. and Canada. That's all for engine failures. Yes, for models of Sonata, Santa Fe, and sports models. Kia, what happens? Kia is recalling an estimated 600,000 vehicles. Now, what's been happening? Do you Apparently, know? there was dirt inside the engines when they were assembling them, and they could fail. Ooh. Okay, they don't call it dirt. It's metal debris. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's metal, metal debris? debris? yeah. I thought so, it was sand from the casting. So when you hear that, <laughs> and it stops on you, <laughs> you got a problem, but they're going to help you. Anyways, uh, let's go to the phones. We've got a question about camper trailers. we got uh, Blair in Toronto giving us a shout. Blair, what can we do for you? Yes, uh, good day, gentlemen. Good uh, day. I've been listening uh, to the show for a while now, and uh, I have a Class C Toyota camper. It's, a, it's an old vintage one. And, but I have a little bit of a problem locating tires uh, in the size 14 class. Uh, and they're 185s, and they're usually a six-ply that take 50-pound, I believe. Yeah, that sounds uh, that sounds right, Blair. But um, we, we do sell 14-inch, depending on what the... Um what your aspect ratio is on that tire, but you could ultimately has any have you actually brought into any of the dealers because you could maybe change the size or change the ply rating. Going up ply rating is not going to cause you any trouble. Have, have you tried that yet? No, um, changing the size, I would have to change the rim, wouldn't I? Uh, if you stay with a fourteen inch, just to, like I said, I don't, I don't know the full size, but they do have fourteen inch trailer tires. It's it's definitely a smaller portion of the market because everything seems moved moved up so, to fifteen and sixteen inch now or seventeen even. So I could go for a trailer tire? Yes. Yeah, like an ST, like an like ST an trailer ST. tire, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, uh, ask him, Blair, where do I get them? <laughs> uh, well, I, I believe from Saline. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, Saline makes them, so you can go to, to go to the website and check out the dealer locator there, depending on where, you, uh, where you're located. Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. And Blair. would they be rated, too, also, like, for the high, uh, high PSI? Yep, yep, they'll, they'll hold the weight of your trailer for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, it's an RV. It's not a truck. Or an R- RV, sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's a Class C. Yeah, if you, you just got to make sure that you get the six-ply. It can't be that heavy just based on the fact you've got six-ply because no, they go no, up to eight, 12, Toyota you know, 14 Hilux, ply. Toyota Hilux, you yeah. know, it's just uh, average, right? Yeah. But, but it, it holds its own. It's got the little four-cylinder in it, and I love it. No, it sounds good. How long have you had this truck? I, uh, I, It's an 86 uh, with the R20 or R42 engine, I believe. All right, yeah. Uh, with uh, an 86 with 96,000 miles on it. Unbelievable. I saw one of those. They made a kitchen out of it, and they were serving hot dogs out of it. <laughs> oh, a food truck. Well, yeah, well, you could do anything you want with it if you want to gut it. But me, I'm spending my time in the mountains on the rivers. Very nice. Well, you want to be checking your brakes and everything else, too, while you're Absolutely. at it, eh? Most definitely. As soon as, that comes, uh, as, soon as the tires come off, and the new ones go on, everything will be done. What about uh, finding spare parts for that? Is it possible, or do you uh, have a problem? I, I've got a list of numbers uh, for sparts, parts here from a Japanese dealer in, in Toronto, as well as when I go into the Catskill stateside, they're, they're there. Oh, cool. And your wife is good with that? 
Uh, well, I'm single right now. But ah. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll hand out your number if we get calls. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh, and, and thank you for the great advice, gentlemen, and okay. uh, have a great Easter weekend. Thank Thanks, you, Blair. You, you too. too. Thank, thank you. you. There are no women here. So he's always <laughs> correct, eh? <laughs> That's right. Well, he's going to get Lucky spoiled. Guy. This is not wrong. He's going to get spoiled. We, were in, we, we went to Washington, to, uh, Washington um, Detroit, for the... Um, the car show they have down there on Woodward Avenue. Mm-hmm. So we come back, and the Border Patrol says, what'd you buy? I says, you see any, any women in the car? He says, have a nice day. <laughs> 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 there are no women here. Uh, just an interesting side effect. Uh, nitrogen is in these tires, right? You, you pump them up with nitrogen? Uh, typically. Well, from OE, typically, or some people use nitrogen. It's not imperative to use it. but uh, OE see, comes with you, nitrogen. You and... see more and more, especially the high-performance vehicles, Which, yes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was done at the dealer. You the manufacturers putting in the nitrogen now? Typically on uh, on higher end cars or or more performance oriented. Like my new car's got nitrogen in it from from manufacturer. So uh, we were buying, looking at buying cars in in Florida. We mm. talked about this last week. One of the charges on buying a new car was nitrogen fee. They were charging eight hundred ninety nine dollars U.S. nitrogen fee. Come on! And the idea was that you would you would never have to go anywhere else but to the dealer, and it's free once you paid your nine hundred dollars. Are wow. you? That's nine hundred dollars. That's, just, that's the, called the Wahoo fee. Wahoo, because you're getting it right up the Wahoo. Eh? Oh yeah, <laughs> sounds like that's their margin. They sure. also had On a thing car. called. Uh, well, it basically, whenever you bought a car down there, they added three thousand dollars of of accessories. Mm. One of them was the electronic filing fee. What this means is uh, they could actually license your car from the dealership. Its value is like under 100 bucks. Okay. They were charging $1,300 for it. Oh, my God. So if you're buying a car in the U.S., watch out for what comes out of the F&I office because it's F&I. It's other sources of income for them. <laughs> it's fascinating stuff. So tire business is just like any other business. Pretty much. All righty. We're going to take a quick break. If you want more information on tires, uh, salentire.ca, I think it is. Uh, we'll get you there. And make sure you go to our website, davescornergarage.com. Uh, enter the contest. Uh, Salem is supporting us and sending you down to Las Vegas. Wow. Uh, for three week, three days. Sorry, three weeks. Three weeks. <laughs> hey, easy. You come back down. I'm signing up. <laughs> <laughs> so three, day, three nights in a hotel. You get to go on the racetrack after they teach you a classroom, and you get to run a Ferrari around the track. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you get back... Darren's going to give you four tires for your car or light truck. Crown is going to give you uh, a spray, a a spritz, yeah. Uh And then you're going to go out for dinner with Alan and myself after we do the show, and you can come down and join us. Who's buying? Uh, Steve. Oh, perfect. (laughs) All right, this is Dave's Corner Garage. This is Sebastian. Sebastian, put his hands up. He wants to buy. (laughs) McDonald's for everybody. (laughs) We'll be right back. Alrighty, we're back. I just want to mention uh, Thornhill Cruisers. Uh, they're having their first day uh, May the 22nd at the Canadian Tire Store at Major Mac and Highway 404. Exactly. So if you've got a classic car or you yeah. want to see some classic cars, a bunch of great old guys, classic guys. <laughs> With old cars and uh, why is old written in caps? And old? <laughs> because really they're old. because they're not wearing their glasses. You see, you have to have bigger oh, writing. Bold. So yeah, if you want to see some great old cars, and if you're thinking about getting into the hobby, it's it's really good that before you buy a car, yeah, you go and talk to these guys, and they're all quite friendly and accepting. Well, and, and we have the auction coming up pretty soon. Uh, Steve's shaking his head in two weeks. 
the auction's mm-hmm. coming up, so if you want to get into the hobby or you want to get a project for the summer, uh, you go and visit the guys up at the airport. And, uh, you know, we'll be, we'll be giving away tickets, I think, for that, too. But you right? want to make sure the project is just one summer, not, like, ten summers. Well, <laughs> and we're not finished the car <laughs> exactly. yet. Exactly. <laughs> Still going. I've seen that. You know, I've seen cars that the guys worked on for ten years. Yeah. And he was uh, working away and get it done. So it's interesting stuff. Um, we're going to talk about, what, what do you want to talk about next? We have a call coming. We're just waiting for it to go up. You want to hit it? All right. Here we go. Talking to T- Tina? Yes, it is. Hi. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Good How question. Are you, uh, you know what? Great. Terrible. I could have slept in. <laughs> <laughs> she got an 024 to escape. What's the problem? What's it doing? Well, um, no, I got a 2006 Jeep Commander. Okay. Mm. And um, it's a 5.7 uh, engine. It's a, it's a lovely car. I love it. But yesterday we were driving it, and all of a sudden we felt a bit of a, for about two seconds, a bit of a rough ride. And then the ESP light came on, the ABS. The little gadget with the car and the skid marks underneath, mm-hmm. um, the whole thing kind of lit up, and it stayed on for a while, then went off and stayed on. So basically it stayed on for the rest of the time. And then on our dash, it said um, four-wheel drive service. So I'm just wondering, what are we looking at? Do you have any idea? Yes, yeah, skid marks. I always get skid marks when I when I see those lights, eh? Because <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know they're touching uh, your wallet. Are the lights still on? Yeah. They're still on. Okay. Like I turn the ignition on now, and the, the lights don't go off. Okay. Um, the, the, what will happen will be a computer will be hooked up to the vehicle, and the computer in the car will start spitting out the codes. So, in other words, the computer in the car recognizes there's a failure somewhere, and okay. it, it spits out these codes, and then the service guy will, will find out where, where to start his repair. Um, have you driven the car today? No. No. No, eh? Okay. You want no, to just... I haven't... no, we came home and then it said that, you know, I looked at my book and it says, well, you know, go to your dealer immediately. But it is the weekend and so you know what it is. Right. So I thought, well, we always listen to you guys. So I thought, hey, you know, it's going to be cold. It should be safe to drive. I would it think d- in the yeah. short term. But but what, what I'd probably... Is something about driving at over 30 kilometers for an extended time or something? Mm. Not a good idea. I don't know. No, exactly. I You know, if you got to run down to the store to buy a jug of milk, I'd go do that. But I wouldn't take it up to the cottage before you have it looked at. No. Um, but if it's just the uh, the four way that they're talking about, the four by four, it may in fact be a transmission or, or, or transfer case issue. You know, your yeah. Jeep is all wheel drive. Um, yeah. So if the light is still on, probably what I do is, is I run down to the closest tranny guy if you have one. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I know Mr. Transmission, they'll do a road test and they'll scan it for you at no charge. So uh, you want oh, to? Okay. All righty, that'd be the best thing to do. Yeah. No, now the other thing is that the back, the back, uh, the rear brake light on the passenger side is out too. I just noticed. Would that be all connected with that or not? Can be. It can be. Is I've heard of that. Yeah, okay. you get some crazy situations like that, but you know yeah. what? Get the bulb, do it yourself, and then if the light goes out, you're you're a winner. Yeah, there you go. All Okay, well, thanks, guys. You're very, oh, you're welcome. very welcome. Have a good weekend and a happy Easter. Thanks. Thank Best you. to you, too. All righty. Uh, car tires on a trailer. We were talking about that. Bernie's on the phone. Bernie from Bradford. and Branford. What can we do for you, Bernie? Yes. Uh, can you, uh, you can put car tires on trailers, but is that against the law or is that okay? No, it's not against uh, any law that I'm aware of, but um, it's not a good idea. You, you, Car tire is made, you know, designed and made and engineered for a, a car, um, where an ST tire is is for a trailer. What type of trailer is it? Like a utility oh, trailer, or it's a utility trailer, yeah. Yeah, I know some people do it. Um, if you're not going too far and you're not, you know, get going on the highway, it's it's you're probably not going to run into any issues. What would you, what would the issues be? 
Uh, well, like I said, they're just engineered for, uh, uh, you know, different tires. If if one tire fit all applications, we'd have one tire to choose from, right? Mm. So they're engineered and designed for specific uh, So is this a homemade trailer or is this a, a, a commercial trailer? It's a homemade uh, utility. Yeah, like I said, if you're if you're just going to the landscape place around the corner and picking up some stuff, you're going to have no problems. But if you're trailing that up north to the cottage, I would suggest not not doing that. Okay, does that like um, the the axle or something? Does it damage the axle or? No, it won't damage the axle. It just it just comes down. You, you know, I was always taught, and most people understand that you use the right tools for the right job. You're by putting a passenger tire on a on a trailer t- on a trailer. You're using the wrong uh, p- tool for the for the wrong piece mm-hmm. of equipment. All right, Bernie, so. we got to run. Thank you. And Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you, I thought you could use a BFH for anything. That's what I thought. Really? <laughs> or Bertha? <laughs> <laughs> this is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be back after these messages. Well, we're back, and uh, when I made a call this morning to Trevor from Crown, mm-hmm. he was in the driveway washing his wife's car and desalting. Can you imagine? Oh, nice. Yeah. So he could have just taken it to Crown and got it done. <laughs> good morning, Trevor. How are you? Uh, good morning, gentlemen. I am doing really well today. So how did you desalt your own car? <laughs> well, my wife has been on me for a little while saying, you know, you, you're on the radio talking about this for other people. Uh, why don't you... Uh, put your talk into actions and so uh that's what i'm doing this morning it sounds like that was an insult uh you know i think it was alan i don't know if i'm smart enough to pick up on that <laughs> <laughs> now so, wh- why is why is desalting a vehicle necessary well you, you know it, it's it's so funny because you know sometimes in the winter you know we're just so used to all the mess that's in the vehicle but you know what happens with the salt and and you know i it reinforced it to myself again just this morning as i pull the winter mats out and i get down and there's salt all along yeah uh you know right along the seams of the vehicle and you know what happens is, is as soon as the moisture starts getting to that it activates the salt and so like for instance we have a, a key lock for our trunk down there well that's all now corroded Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you, you've got other mechanisms that are in there besides just, you know, ruining the carpet if you don't you don't address it. Right. Uh, it, it's really important. And so that's just on the inside. Well, uh, so I decided I needed a little more help for my vehicle. So I actually brought it up to our office and put the vehicle up on a hoist. And, you know, I get my vehicle sprayed every year. But even underneath, you know, you'll start seeing on brake lines, uh, on the uh, brake drums, the rotors. Uh, the salt's just, you know, started to rust. It. So you have rust jacking all over that. So it, it's very invasive. Now, if people want to get rid of the uh, the rust, the, the salt in their the salt stains from their in their seats and their boots and whatnot, um, you guys have an over-the-counter product too, right? That's right. So we have the salt eliminator in aerosol form. And the advantage of that is that the aerosol helps to, there's a foamer activator in there because uh, the product's activated by it foaming and you add a little bit of water to it mm-hmm. uh in my case that uh, the carpet was particularly bad so i sprayed it on added a little bit of water left it for a couple minutes agitated it and then uh just mopped it up with a damp cloth uh in one of the areas on the driver's side i had to do it twice but it came out really well i just want to warn you don't do too good a job because you're you'll impress the wife and she'll have you doing way more than just the car uh, I was going to say, Alan, if, if I impressed her by cleaning your car, I'm really doing something. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Uh, we're giving away movie tickets every time you come into a Crown store. 
That's right. So for the month of April, we have a promotion on you. Come in and get your car crowned uh, at the regular retail price. You're going to receive two movie tickets. So it's about a $26 value. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there's a coupon on the website. You can go on and either download or print off and bring into your local Crown Center. So the question is, you were giving away floor mats, which is now going to be every year. So movie tickets uh, are good for any show right now, right? Not, not specifically any show. That's right. So you can, you can go out. Like we used to do it because we have a partnership with uh, Disney. And so we used to give it away to the movies that they were bringing out. And then we realized that, uh, you know, a lot of our customers would like a little bit more choice to go to perhaps a different type of movie. And this seems to be a really good promotion. Uh, the customers really seem to respond well to it. Yeah, I bet you. What, what would the movies cost? 20 bucks a piece or something? It depends, with or without popcorn. Oh, that's 50 bucks a piece. <laughs> oh, yeah. I yeah. made yeah. the mistake of taking the grandkids. You got a more than $100 later. <laughs> <laughs> but you only have one grandkid. <laughs> no, eight. <laughs> <laughs> then it wasn't 100 <laughs> No, they wanted this can, a can of juice with a, with a Spider-Man on it. Yeah. That was like $9. Oh, God. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Anyways, um... Sorry? Buy my beer. <laughs> Cheaper. <laughs> Cheaper. Uh, Trevor? Yes. Are we still there? Okay. We are still We are still there. So. Now, you guys are really, really busy this time of year. It's amazing uh, because this is the time of year cars rust most of it, most uh, aggressively. Exactly. Yeah. We, you, know, you, you, see, you see people now getting ready. They're uh, you know, switching their tires over. They're getting their spring maintenance done. And then once you're finished that, Come in and get your car crowned, and then your you know your vehicle's really ready for spring. Okay, so uh, how do we get in touch with Crown? Uh, Crown with a K dot com. I actually saw a restaurant, and they called it Crown with a K. Oh, really? I would go after those guys. <laughs> <laughs> I may go after them for a meal. <laughs> you could trade them for some movie tickets. There yeah. you go. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Great. Trevor Hutchison is a regular with us from Crown, and Crown's been with us almost since we started. And they're sponsoring us in Las Vegas, too. Yes, Crown, when you come back from your trip and you got your tires, you're going to get sprayed at Crown. But bring your <laughs> bring your car. <laughs> yes. Okay, right. this is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be back with your calls right after this break. Okay, we got Diane on the phone, but just before we go, I just want to remind you to go to Dave's Corner Garage, enter the contest. Uh, and Bob's your uncle right after that. There you go. <laughs> Actually, Bob's my brother, who's no longer the president of the TADA. He's finished his uh, he got fired? His services. No, now he's the president of the auto show. Oh. So when oh. we go next year, we have to deal with Bob. Well, that's easy enough to do. I got the inside track there. <laughs> uh, Diane, how Diana are you? Diana in Etobicoke. A problem with your key. What's going on? Um, I had, you know, the fob that works with your cars? Yep. Yep. Well, it died. Mm-hmm. And it's... It, Somewhere in the neighborhood of 350 get it replaced. Hang on, My hang point. on, hang on. Did, did, you, did you try a battery first? Oh, yeah, yeah, they did that. They tried that. Oh, okay. No, they, they the dealership was really good. They just said, no, we've tried it. Um, it's not the battery. They, they've been really good to me, so I trust what they said. And he just said, you're not going to pay 350 for um, a new fob, so just use the key. Mm-hmm. Now, here's my question. Yeah. If I want to get an, an alternate key, like an extra key, I only have one, um, will it work with the fob not working? Is the fob part of the key, or is it a separate unit altogether? No, a separate unit altogether. Then it uh, it should work. Okay, because I when I the fob system was working, um, I took I went to get another key made, and they said no, um, it will it'll wreck up your system if you try to use a key that isn't synchronized with the fob. Right. But so if the fob's not working, it's no no problem with. What kind of car is this? Uh, Toyota Sienna. 
Well, what I'd suggest is when you go to the locksmith, and go to a locksmith rather than just your local hardware store, yeah. and show them what you've got, because they can tell if the, the key is a, a chipped one or not. Um, and if it is a chipped key, as the, they're telling you, yeah, the, if you cut a regular key, it's not going to work. You know, I was at the uh, tire store, mm-hmm. and... Um, I have the a, American one? You no, know, the <laughs> <laughs> And they had a machine. I have a Ford uh, Freestar, which we use as a shop truck, mm-hmm. and they need an extra key, and they cut it for me. It was 50 bucks. Oh. So, so they have the ability to code the key. So I just handed them my original key, and they made me one. Uh, it doesn't look the same, but it works perfect. So, and, Like, Diana, what you can do is is there are websites out there um, where you can bring in, and they are they look exactly the same as the factory ones, but they're half the price. Um, so check it out. I mean, you can check with a local locksmith and say, you know what, I'd, I'd like to get a key fob uh, because you don't have to pay dealer prices for that stuff. Yeah. No, no, I know. Yeah. I know. I just, you know, I just want to make sure I don't screw up my car because no, I no. love my little darling. Yeah. No, no, but like I say, I'll we'll just don't let your husband fix it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do they have rent-a-husbands out now? They do, actually. <laughs> Actually, they do. My wife uses that service. No, it's called it's rent a son. I think he cleans out the gutters and everything. You know? Oh wow, really? <laughs> it's very <Yeah>. economical. <laughs> it's a great thing. <laughs> anyway, and they have they have a very creative payment plan too. You no, know, I I'm, I have my limits. You know, By the I won't hour. go high. <laughs> thank you, Diane. Thank you. Okay, have a great week. Bye bye. Alrighty. So first off, I want to thank. Uh, uh, Damon, for for enlightening us on retreaded tires, I never knew all that stuff happened. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate you taking the time today. Yeah, it's interesting. Re, there's a difference between retread, regroove, and retail. <laughs> and ST tires. And then, <laughs> yep. What is your time? Looking for, <laughs> looking for fun and feeling groovy. Yeah, right. As a matter of fact, Dave, you were telling. Remember, you know, you, you were saying your dad started in the used car business years ago. Yes. And you were the guy that used to make tires new. Could you tell everybody how you did that? They had a guy come by. <laughs> they had a guy come by with a hot iron, looked like a welding iron, but it had a U in it. Yeah. And they would cut the groove right there. That was regrooving. And if they hit the cord, they just painted black. <laughs> Yep. Oh, I was nice. going to ask you, wasn't it just a can of black paint that you did the side of the tire well, we with? did. Yeah, I used to paint the tires. We used to paint the tires and the mats and everything else. Mm-hmm. Right? The trouble is, when the guy did the tires, he'd loosen the radio and swipe it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> right? That was, and there was also the speedometer man. We had a speedometer man. Mm-hmm. So at that time, before they had this legislation and, and mileage, degree, so they used to spin them all the time. You know, if they came in with 100,000 miles, they'd spin them back. Right? What do you, how many miles do you want? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it, you know what? And it's the same thing now, which is important why you should get your car checked out before you buy a used car. Because it's actually easier now to uh, spin back an odometer than it was in the is old days. Is it really? Days. Absolutely. It's just electronic. Right? Yeah, just here we go. Back to it. Go on the internet. <laughs> you too can buy this device. Well, what, what we don't tell people is that every time, say, for example, you have an assurance estimate, mm-hmm. that as soon as they write up that estimate, that information goes into a system and it's recorded. Mm-hmm. Even though you may not have made a claim, yes. it is there's an estimate made up for this car for so much thing. Uh, you gotta be really careful where your information is going because if you want if you want to do something like that, turn the mileage back, you're gonna get caught. Well, you know where a lot of people want to do it. I mean, just on, on a retail level is that you know you you've you lease the car and there's a mileage cap. They're the worst. 
<laughs> the guys leasing cars. <laughs> because they put twice as much miles on as they were supposed to? Yeah. They are the worst, yeah. <laughs> you must have, bought, you must have no, bought one. I wouldn't know anything about it, but disconnecting the speedometer has not been unheard of. <laughs> the dealer told me once how to do it. <laughs> it, was, it was a fuse. Is That's exactly right. He's but it also a... disabled the uh, overdrive, so it was uh, not good on the highway and, and the windows. See, but uh, nowadays, if you buy a car, you go to CarProof mm -hmm. or Carfax. And uh, oh, by the way, I, I did try CarCost Canada. All right, I did it. I went on the site and I did try it, and it actually works. Does this it? is a site where you can actually get a price and get all the discounts that come with that vehicle. Because I'm looking to buy a Mustang convertible, and uh, they got me a price like thirty-two thousand for a car that sells for thirty-five thousand. Cool, nice. Yeah, really, really, really works. And they give you the name of the guy to where you're going to go and uh, and and purchase it from. Is that a free? Uh, was that the basic membership, or did you have to pay for that one? No, the first one was free. Wow. It was carcostcanada.ca. So nice. it worked pretty huh. good. That was from Jim's company. Mm -hmm. So it worked out pretty good. All right, we're tired of stretching. Let's talk about uh, thanking Darren. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> yeah. I thought you forgot about it. And me. ST Tires. Uh, ST Tires available at uh, your supply dealers. And we have yep. a list on our website, by the way, Dave's Corner Garage. Yep. Go to our website, Punch and Salem, and you'll see there's a list of all the people that carry uh, their tires and their brands. So, and they'll put them on for you at the same time, right? Exactly. And yep. don't forget, when you're, when you're looking at the tires, make sure that you've, if you haven't serviced that trailer in a bunch of years, best thing to take it into your garage or do it yourself, but pull the axles. Pull the wheels off, check the bearings, check the lights, you know, yep. and lights you get pulled over pretty quick yep. if the lights aren't working. And I forgot to tell him that Salem Tires have a 30-day money-back guarantee. If you don't yep. like them, they'll take them off. Yep. Trial. Yeah, 30-day trial. Yep. It's no just risk. unbelievable. Nobody will do that for you. No, very sad. And you have roadside, not roadside, you have... Um, road hazard. Road hazard, road hazard yeah. Yep. Yep. Fantastic company. I love those guys. And they some. have nice hats, too. So, <laughs> <laughs> And we love you, too, Dave. All righty. Okay. So, Dave, <laughs> thank you, Sebastian, for doing all the work. Alan, again, thank you. Well, how do you get a hold of you? 416-665-6230. Uh, There's fast and honest. Make sure you ask for fast. No, I'm uh, honest. Always. <laughs> you changed? <laughs> and this has been Dave's Corner Garage. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you back here next week. And then the week after that, I'm going to Florida. Keep Alrighty. the uh, shiny side up, the greasy side down. Drive safe, everyone. And we'll see you in the flip flop. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Who cares about the clouds and we're together? Just sing a song and bring the sunny weather. Happy trails to you till we meet again. Happy trails. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740.